Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Future Brew, our Michigan recruiting podcast here on maizeandbrew.com. I am your host, Vaughn Lozon, and I am solo once again this week. Seth and I just <laughs> were not able to align schedules this week. We both got a lot of stuff going on, so it's just going to be me today, once again, talking about Michigan football recruiting. And I was thinking... Yeah, it, During the weekend, I was thinking that I was going to come on this podcast and really not have a ton to talk to you guys about just because it's been so slow, and especially with Michigan being on the road this past weekend, and then also this weekend heading to Indiana, so there's not going to be any visitors uh, taking in a game day atmosphere for the Wolverines. That will come for the next week's game, the maze out against Penn State, which was announced as a Fox noon kickoff once again for like the 12th straight game, it seems like. Uh, But that is neither here nor there. We will definitely get a full visitors list and talk about that on a future edition of Future Brew because that is going to be one of the premier recruiting weekends of the 2022 season for the Maze of Blue. But as I said, as I alluded to just a minute ago, I thought I was going to come on this podcast and not really have a whole lot to talk about with you guys, but that is the complete opposite of uh, the case, actually, because there was somewhat of a surprise, at least in my mind, a surprise unofficial visitor that came to Ann Arbor over the weekend. And this is despite Michigan being on the road at Iowa 
over the weekend. So Michigan, they played their game Saturday afternoon. They came back into town. And then Jim Harbaugh and his staff were able to welcome in 2023 four-star defensive lineman David Hobbs into town on Sunday. So again, this is an unofficial visit, even though he's a 2023 recruit and he can take official visits. He has taken a few. We'll get into that in just a minute. This was an unofficial visit. Now, on the outside looking into this, you would imagine this is probably more of a courtesy visit, right? He was at Ohio State on Saturday for their game against Rutgers, which was essentially over at halftime, uh, more or less. So, I mean, Ann Arbor, from from Columbus to Ann Arbor, not a very far drive. It's within distance. It, it just takes up the whole next day, and he was willing to do so. Uh, he, he wanted to check out Ann Arbor for the first time and see what it was all about, and he was able to do all of that, which is good news for the Maize and Blue because they've not had him on campus up until this point. They offered him back in June, and he has offers from pretty much everywhere else. Uh, that you would imagine a top football recruit would have. Georgia, Alabama, uh, Tennessee, obviously Ohio State. He he has a lot of offers on the table. So he is a top 150 recruit uh, on both 24-7 sports' rankings and the composite. He's right at 150 on the composite. He's number 137 on 24-7 sports' personal rankings. He's from the state of North Carolina, specifically Concord, and he is six foot four, 262 pounds is what his prospect profile says. Three crystal balls are in for the hometown North Carolina Tar Heels, but he has been kind of making the rounds of uh, his suitors. So he took an official visit to Auburn June 17th, took his official to North Carolina the weekend after that on June 24th. And then just a couple weeks ago, he took an official visit to Tennessee. That was September 23rd. Now he has two official visits remaining and tentatively speaking, and I want to put the emphasis on tentatively, he is set to go to Alabama the weekend of October 22nd. So just a few weeks away and then to Georgia the weekend of November 5th. Again, those are tentative visits. It kind of sounds like those could be rearranged, maybe even subtract one of those schools and put in another school, i.e. potentially Michigan. That could be the case. Now, last season, he compiled some pretty good stats here. 39 tackles. 20 and a half tackles for loss, eight sacks and one forced fumble. That is all on 24-7's uh, profile page for Dave and Hobbs. Uh, those are pretty good numbers for uh, a kid. Again, 6'4", 262. You could probably line him up, up and down the line, whether you want to put him on the edge, maybe throw him on the interior, a la Chris Jenkins has been doing that a lot during the 2022 season. So this could be a flex guy, more of a versatile defensive piece as opposed to some of the other guys that Mike Elston and the Wolverines have along the defensive line in this 2023 class. You you would imagine that Eno Etta is probably 
one of those flex guys as well could play inside or outside. Uh, David Hobbs certainly appears to be another guy, a versatile piece that you could kind of line up anywhere you want up and down the defensive line. Another thing that uh, is kind of intriguing here is he is also a basketball player for his high school. And you know how much Jim Harbaugh likes multi-sport athletes, especially along the offensive and defensive lines. He covets those times, those kinds of players, and he has taken in a lot of multi-sport athletes in the past as well. David Hobbs would be no exception to that. So again, uh, kind of subject to change with these other official visits that he has. Again, Alabama, October 22nd, Georgia, November 5th. Um, these definitely could change uh, as the week and weeks go on. Now, my guy, Bryce Marich over at the Michigan Insider, he had uh, a report on uh, the MichiganInsider.com pretty much saying that, yes, Michigan would be uh, among the other schools to get one of his final official visits. And I, I really think that it is a possibility as well. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a given that he's going to uh, stay home and commit to North Carolina, despite the crystal balls. He's really open to these other schools. Obviously he's uh, he's been to Tennessee and he's been to Auburn. So he's not bound down by the state of North Carolina, despite those three crystal balls. So could he end up a Tar Heel? He definitely could. Uh, but at this very moment, uh, I, I am uh, under the assumption, at the very least, that Michigan could uh, end up getting one of those final official visits. And, and Bryce, in his uh, report, said that uh, his unofficial visit uh, this past weekend went well for him and his family. And this is a quote from uh, Bryce, uh, what he wrote. The biggest thing was the goal to try to get him back for a game later this season. And I'm told it's now a possibility of that happening after this trip. So it, it seems like this visit to Michigan on Sunday, even though it was an unofficial visit, probably a super low key visit for him, given that it, this was not a football weekend uh, in Ann Arbor. They were just getting back from Iowa uh, probably had to go through team meetings and things along those lines as well the day after. So it, it's not a, a common occurrence to have a kid unofficially visit during the season when your team is just getting back from a road game. You don't really have a whole lot to, to show him. It's not like he was at the big house for a game day. He didn't get to do any tailgating beforehand or go to uh, any of their meetings beforehand or get breakfast with the team or anything like that. I, this was probably, you know, I don't know exactly what happened on this visit, but this was more than likely a very low key visit. So that's kind of where that is at with Dave and Hobbs. I'm really curious to see what comes out of this. And uh, if Michigan ends up being a real factor moving forward, uh, Steve Wiltfong at 24 seven sports also uh, got to catch up with his family and uh, uh, his mother specifically, Adrian, and uh, said that uh, it, it's, this is a quote, from what we saw, uh, it's uh, definitely a great program and said that uh, 
as far as the impression of it's the big house, the history alone was intriguing to be seeing all that. And hopefully we'll be able to go up for a game unofficially before the season is out. The game day environment is important for David to be able to experience it is important. Hopefully we can do that. So at the very least, conversations are being had. Whether it's an unofficial or an official is to be determined. That quote right there makes it seem like it would be an unofficial. But again, an official I don't think is out of the question by any means. But I think the biggest part is just getting him back up for a game day atmosphere. Whether it's an unofficial or an official, that doesn't really matter. Just getting him back for whether it's the Penn State game or the Michigan State game, or even one of the other games later in November, whether it be against Nebraska or Illinois, I think just getting David Hobbs up for a visit of some sort during a game day weekend is going to be critical in this recruitment moving forward. Now, again, this is kind of a, uh, like I said, a surprise visit. I'm not putting a whole lot of faith or stock or anything into this until if and when he gets back up for a game day visit. Now, that will really be the telling tale there. So if he's able to get back up for a game at some point, I think Michigan would have a shot. At this point, it's really tough to tell because he's kind of going in a ton of different ways. Again, tentatively, going to go visit Alabama, going to go visit Georgia, has already seen North Carolina, Auburn, and Tennessee and Ohio State. So it's really tough to tell where this one's at right now. I would not be too optimistic for this one, but to get a top 150 prospect on campus for a visit of any kind and to leave that visit with his mother saying, hopefully we can get back up for a game day, I think that's good news at the very least. So it's a good start. We will see what happens moving forward with this recruitment. Now, let's go to uh, our sponsor here and uh, for Amazing Brew Podcast, and that is Manscaped. So let's just give a quick moment to talk about the best at men's below-the-waist grooming because their products are precision-engineered to protect the family jewels. And the latest in men's grooming with Manscaped is the Performance Package 4.0, and it is a game-changer. It includes the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is not only waterproof, but has that skin-safe technology, so you don't get any nicks down below, if you know what I mean. This package also includes the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, and the Crop Cleanser Groin Wash, and the Crop Reviver Ball Spray. And if that was not enough for you, it also comes with a free pair of boxers and a travel bag to carry all this stuff in so you can have it on the go. So if you want to join the 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, like myself, for all your grooming needs, use the promo code MNB20, that stands for Mason Brew 20, so MNB20, you will get 20% off your order and free shipping worldwide. Again, promo code MNB20 at checkout, head to manscaped.com and get that 20% off order. Now, we are going to wrap up the podcast today. We're going to shift gears slightly. Now, we talked about Hobbs, and uh, it, you know I, I, I'm not super optimistic right now uh, for this recruitment, but we're going to stick 
with the 2023 class, and we're going to stick with the defensive line. And uh, this is a target that came off the board earlier this year, is now back on the market after a decommitment. His name is Rodney Laura. He is 6'4", 270 from the lovely state of Virginia. Uh, He is number 856 on the composite. He is a three-star prospect. Was uh, committed at one point to Virginia. Did so back on June 24th. And uh, just a week or so ago, on September 24th, decommitted from the Cavaliers. And uh, this is is quite the development. So anytime a past target decommits, you would imagine that uh, do your due diligence at the very least reach out and see if there is any interest uh, mutually. If, if so, maybe try and set up a visit. Well, that's what it seems like Michigan is doing at the moment, because uh, according to this from Brian Doan, and this is a free article on 24 seven sports that was posted on September 24th. Um, it, it sounds like he is fully back open for business. He is a free agent. So he is going to be recruited by several schools and already is. So uh, since he decommitted on the 24th, Michigan, Tennessee, Penn State, those are the three schools that have been talking to him the most and have made contact with him. Now, Michigan, of those three schools, Michigan seems to have a leg up Uh, over Penn State and Tennessee just because before he committed to Virginia, Rodney Laura put Michigan on his top six list. Tennessee and Penn State, I do not believe, were a part of that. So that means uh, Michigan, if they want to get back into this and and go full steam ahead on Rodney Laura, I think they would be able to do so quite easily. So at the time that uh, Rodney Laura was not committed to Virginia way back uh, earlier this summer in the spring. Uh, He had a quote that says, I like Michigan because it's a great school and the coach is amazing. Obviously referring to Mike Elston. He went on to say that uh, coach Elston now at his alma mater and uh, he feels like under Mike Elston's wing quote, I can become something great end quote, Uh, which I agree. He's done a pretty good job. Uh, at his previous stop at Notre Dame. And uh, he's slowly getting his guys together this season. Had a really nice game against Iowa. And hopefully that continues moving forward. But nonetheless, uh, Rodney Laura this past weekend went to Penn State for their game against Northwestern, which I don't know if you guys watched that game, but that was like total monsoon, was awful weather. So if you're a Michigan fan that... You like what this kid puts on tape. You hope that he had the worst possible experience at Penn State. And you hope that he's able to lock in a visit to Michigan at some point soon. I would certainly expect that to happen. I do not believe this would be an official visit. He would have to come up on his own dime, unfortunately, because he took an official visit to Michigan back uh, the weekend of June 17th. So he would have to drive up and, you know, it would not have to have, would not have those perks that an official visitor has uh, when making a college trip. So I think that will be really telling too. And if, if he ends up coming back on an unofficial visit, 
I think that will really solidify Michigan as a player in this recruitment moving forward and uh, will really prove that he uh, has that mutual interest that Mike Elston and Michigan are looking for now that they've reached out to him. So obviously he has interest in Penn State. He went there for a a god-awful weather game. And the product on the field was god-awful as well. So you just hope that Michigan's able to get him up for another game. I think it would make sense for him to come for the Penn State game since that is one of the schools that he's interested in as well. Obviously, just took a visit there. So it would make sense on paper for him to unofficially visit Ann Arbor for the Mays out game against the Nittany Lions. But... Crazier things have happened. We'll see if he's able to do so, if his schedule lines up with that. I think that would probably be a very ideal, very potentially opportunistic time for him to visit Michigan in the event that Michigan were to beat Penn State on the field that day. That would obviously lend a helping hand that never hurts your chances of landing a recruit who visits you. And I think uh, this one is certainly a to-be-determined recruitment as well. Uh, The good news here for Michigan is that defensive line isn't really a huge need at this moment in the 2023 class. Let's just quickly go over the guys that they already have committed. Eno Etta has been committed since July. He's number 127 on the composite at 6 foot 4.5, 260. Kind of like that guy that I talked about earlier. Uh, he's he's a versatile piece, could go inside, could go outside. Collins Achiampong is a four-star guy in the top 200 at number 180 overall. He's 6'7", 254, definitely more of an edge prospect. So I wouldn't anticipate him lining up on the inside whatsoever. A guy that I do anticipate lining up on the inside is Brooks Bear. He is 6'6", 270. He's been committed since uh, March Uh, March 15th, to be specific. He's 598 on the composite. And then, of course, kind of the guy that goes under the radar is a Merrick Kumba, uh, 6'4", 230. He is an edge prospect as well. Uh, He is from France and is number 745 overall. So, again, with these two prospects that we talked about today, um, I think Michigan's in a really good spot with the guys that they have already in the 23 class if they want to go out and get one more guy whether it be laura or uh or anybody really i mean it doesn't have to be either of these two guys whether it's laura or Hobbs or someone else doesn't really matter i mean if they want to go do that and uh just take another guy um i wouldn't have a problem with that i i think you can never have too many guys on the offensive line or the defensive line So if you want to go get one or even two more guys, because they've recruited a lot of D linemen in this 23 class, by all means, go ahead. Uh, You're going to have some turnover here in the near future with Mike Morris, with Mozzie Smith. uh, 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 Iabi Oki is going to eventually uh, leave the University of Michigan, whether that's after this season or the next season. So, yeah, you're going to need a ton of guys on the D line. So I wouldn't mind if they went and snagged another guy, or even two. I think five to six would be perfectly fine. Uh, obviously, there's a lot more to be uh, to be had in this 23 class. They just have 14 commits at the moment. They're obviously in on a ton of other players, uh, these two guys included that we talked about today. So we'll, uh, we'll certainly see what happens here. I wouldn't get my hopes up too high for either of these guys. 
uh, unless they make a game day appearance and they visit Michigan for one of, especially it would definitely help with either the Penn State or the Michigan State games. Well, guys, that's all the time we got for today on Future Brew. I appreciate you uh, listening to just me again. We'll hopefully get Seth Barry back on the show next week. But in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Follow Maze and Brew on all your preferred social media platforms. And subscribe and download all of our podcasts for the Maze and Brew podcast wherever you get yours. Well, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Vaughn Lozon, and we will come back to you guys next week with another edition of Future Brew. Thanks for listening.